You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, but do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, the Iceman. We'll be using nicknames for the start till we get outed. Then we'll figure out what we'll use, real names or not. I started my career in 1993 as a reserve deputy. 1995, I was hired on full-time in uniform patrol for a sheriff's office. Fears mentioned in uh, parishes. I will say this much, yes, we are in Louisiana. I started my motor career in 2001 till present day with a few hiccups in there. Ended up being a jail supervisor for a while, um, bailiff for a while, back to uniform patrol and the motor. With all those three things, I think it's maybe a three or four year hiccup in there so most of the time from 2001 to present I've been in motors when I started motor school 2001 it was a 40 hour course it's now an 80 hour course and if I sound a little nasally forgive me it's yellow season so I have bad allergies I hate yellow season hopefully it'll end soon or we get some rain And also, the reason I got the nickname the Iceman is because I have one of them expressions, traffic stops, whatever. I'm just kind of like, I don't, know, I don't show a lot of emotion. They say I suffer. I, I say it's a medical condition. I don't know. I, I, I suffer from RAF. If you don't know what RAF is, that's resting asshole face. I can be having the best day of my life and people will look, look at me and say, what's wrong with you? Why are you mad? I'm not fucking mad. Well, you look like you're pissed off to work. Well, I'm not fucking mad. I'm happy as can be. God made me look fucking pissed off. I'm sorry. This guy's advantages and his disadvantages. The advantages are a lot of people won't come fuck with you to even talk to you because you look like a fucking asshole and pissed off at the world. Disadvantages are you get called into administration a lot. Because of my raft illness, people would call in. Oh, he was rude. He was an asshole. I actually had some people call in one time. said the reason they called and complained on me was because I didn't ask them how they were doing on a traffic stop. I was asked, well, why didn't you ask them how they were doing? 
Well, honestly, because I didn't give a fuck how they were doing. I pulled them over for speeding. I didn't pull them over to check on their day. I mean, obviously, they wasn't doing too fucking good. They were pulled over on the side of the goddamn road. So, suffering from wrath with administration purposes is not a good thing. So, I don't know how many other people have wrath, but I'm probably the poster boy for it. Sheriff told me one time, girl called in, complained on me, said I was rude. He asked her, how was I rude? He said, well, he asked me for my driver's license, insurance, and registration. He says, well, why did he ask you? Did he pull you over or something? No, he didn't pull me over. I was in a crash. Well, okay, well, he, he how was he rude? Well, he asked me for my driver's license, insurance, registration. Okay, well, did he cuss you? Did he say anything vulgar? Um, what did he say that was rude? No, he just asked me for that stuff. Well, he needed that stuff to write the crash. So, that's what you get when you suffer from wrath. So, advantages, disadvantages of it. A little bit more about myself. I, I'm one of them cops. I, you can call me an asshole. I don't care. I'm one of them cops that likes writing tickets. So being a motor cop, a traffic cop, is right in my wheelhouse. You have law enforcement people. Some guys love working dope. Some guys love working homicides or burglaries. My niche is traffic. I like working traffic crashes. I like writing tickets. Um... I'm an 11 over guy. What that means is I usually give about a 10 mile an hour cushion. Anybody uh, doing 11 or over and I pull you over, chances are, say a good 95%, you're going to get a ticket if I pull you over. Some guys, 15 mile an hour guys, they'll give you a 14 mile an hour buffer. And they, they actually have some motor cops that don't even write light and take right. They don't even like writing tickets. They enjoy the being a motor cop and I guess the crash investigation side of it and everything. That's the good part about being in law enforcement. So much uh, different aspects of it that you can go into for your likes or dislikes. But what is there not to love about being a motor cop i mean somebody's actually giving us a paycheck to ride a motorcycle every day now if you do decide to become a motor cop be prepared for the hot cold and the wet and the combination of both but it's just the enjoyment of it it's the brotherhood you can motor cops are whole lot closer than I find uniformed deputies to be. They spend a lot more time with each other. Hell, I have partners. I spend more time with them than you spend with your own family at home. You know almost everything about the aspects of their own life and their family life. I guess that's a lot of big part of what I enjoy about it. Besides, you know, just getting to ride a motorcycle and we could ride a motorcycle really fast sometimes, especially during escorts and stuff. 
I can't. I don't really have too many complaints about my career as a motor cop, even with my disease being called into the office, sitting down. I think I actually had my own chair in the sheriff's office at one point, my own drawer in the filing cabinet. Got called in before, you know. I've gotten one. I got a complaint on you this month. Well, of course you did. You know, I wrote 300 tickets this month by myself. Also, one out to me personally, one out of 300 ain't too bad. Unfortunately, administration don't look at it that way. They just want to keep everybody happy. Can't keep everybody happy on traffic tickets. I'm probably gonna do a little rant and rave section of my on here also, because. Trust me, I got a whole lot of fucking rants. Especially the agency I work for now, I, I have to commute back and forth to work. It's an average of about a 45-minute drive in good traffic, and it can be an hour and a half, two hours in bad traffic. So I get to see a lot of stupid motherfuckers on the interstate doing a lot of stupid shit. I'll give you a little rant. I want to know when the left lane became... The driving lane, and I got to pass everybody in the fucking right lane. Three-lane interstate, and I'm all the way in the right lane. Have to pass somebody because everybody's driving the other two fucking lanes. People, get the fuck over. You're driving along on your goddamn cell phone, talking, doing 60 in a fucking 70, and then you want to complain when somebody's tailgating you. Scoot the fuck over. Pay attention. That's just one little rant I have. Cause I got plenty of them, like I said. I've been called an asshole plenty of times. But still, we're going to talk about some funny stories. I'm going to give you one. I can't give you the year. I've been doing this shit so long. Some of it just runs together. But I pulled over a woman who was on the interstate. I pulled her over. She... Stops on a exit ramp. Not the get-off ramp, but the exit ramp. I hate people say this. Oh, that's the get-off ramp. No, no, it's the exit ramp. Say it properly. Or the deceleration ramp. Anyway, I pull her over. So she was had to be doing, you know, at least 11 over. She, uh, I usually have everybody stay in their vehicle. I, I'm not one of them that likes to pull people out of the vehicle especially on the interstate setting for their safety, also for my safety. I pull her over. She, uh, as I'm getting off my bike, she exits her vehicle. And she, you know, walks up as I'm walking up to her vehicle and I actually, you know, tell her why I pulled her over, whatever speed it was at the time. Like I said, I don't remember what speed was. And ask her for her driver's license, registration, and insurance. She hands me her driver's license, and uh, you know, she's sitting there. She's got a extremely low cut blouse shirt on, you know, her cleavage and her boobs are about to pop out of it. I don't know how they were staying in there, and you know, she's pushing her chest out really good and hard. Well, I know she probably thinks I was staring at them or. And she's, the reason she was doing that, she's thinking she's going to talk her way out of a ticket by, you know, flaunting her tits in my face or something. Well, that's not going to work, especially on this one. 
because in between her breasts was the longest fucking barbed wire hair I've ever seen. When what I'm calling the barbed wire hair is I'll try to explain it is it's just this long, you know, one of those wiry looking hairs, you know, it's not soft, you know, it's like one of them it's just a wiry hair, barbed wire hair. And I'm not exaggerating when I said this thing has to be at least 12 or 13 inches long, right in between her breasts. And I'm staring at it, and I know she's probably thinking, oh, look, he, he's looking at my boobs. He's going to let me out of this ticket. Well, I was looking, but I wasn't looking at her boobs. I'm looking at this fucking hair. And I'm thinking to myself, lady, I know. I know you had to look in the mirror at yourself before you left the house. Making sure your boobs looked good enough. How can you not see this long fucking hair sticking out between your titties? And she's over there, and I'm, you know, needing the information. She's getting it, and I'm just looking at it. And she's, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure she's thinking she's going to get us tickets. I'm pretty sure I was staring pretty fucking hard. And the only thing I'm thinking at the time is, how much trouble would I get into if I just, like, reached out and grabbed that hair and pulled it out really fast? Which, I mean, honestly, it was so long. It's like when it was long enough that I think when she took a breath, if she was breathing in hard enough that it would actually have to, like, suck into her mouth or tickle the bottom of her nose. She It, it was that long and just, like, wiry. Like, I don't know if you ever watched them old... Chinese movies, you know, where the Chinese people are talking and the voices and lips and stuff don't match up. You see the the old Japanese sensei or whatever, or the you know, the head kung fu guy, whatever the hell he is. And he's got like one like mold on him. He's got this long fucking hair growing out of it. She had an old Chinese man kung fu hair growing out from the center of her titties. And I wanted to pull it out so bad. Thought about it. Stared at it. Didn't pull it out. Needless to say, she got her ticket. She wasn't happy about it, but she got her fucking ticket. And I still can I can still see that hair perfectly in my, my eyes today. It's just, just this long fucking hair growing out between her titties. That's just one of one of the several stories I have now, most of the stories I tell will be from my firsthand experience of, you know, actually being there, doing it. Some of them will be some that, you know, I was told to from the person themselves. I have one guy who will talk about his, some of his stories. Unfortunately, he's not, he's not with us no more. And he was my partner for a while on motors. And we definitely have some fucking funny stories from him. I wish he was here to tell him because I'm sure he can tell. Of course, he can tell his own stories better, but but I hope I can do his stories justice. I won't be half as good as he was, of course. On a different matter, we're supposed to have a tech tip. Unfortunately, the wrench is unavailable for our first episode. I don't know. I think he's out screwing something, uh, like actually working on something, you dirty-minded people. Or he may be screwing something, I don't know. So I'll give my own tech tip. 
And I'm going to tell you right now, I am mechanically declined. You don't want me working on anything you fucking own. Because it, if it was broke before, it's really going to be broke after I start t- tinkering with it or take it apart. My tech tip is going to go out to a, a newer motor guy. Because I'm hopeful he'll listen to it. His nickname is Which Way. That can be explained later. But tech tip of the day is Which Way. You don't want to mess up your motorcycle? Stop dropping it. You know we love you. We're just picking on you. Another thing, a little safety tip or whatever, for you would call it. Uh, a lot of people always, I would get, well, I saw you riding at work today, and I waved at you, and you didn't wave back, and you looked right at me. It's like, no, I didn't see you. Oh, yeah, you looked right at me. No, if you're at an intersection, most motor cops, or they're trained, when I'm, we're coming up to an intersection, we may look like we're looking at you in a vehicle. Most of us, or you should be looking at the front tire of the vehicle because the tire moves the car is moving so we can try to react to it we can be looking at someone dead in the eye that don't mean their foot's not going to come off of the brake or hit the accelerator or something like that so don't think we're being rude if you see somebody you know them wave and they don't wave back because a good chance they never saw you because they were looking at your tires and not you so that's that little thing I'll try to give something i'm not an instructor or anything i've been doing it a long time my last little note isn't motor cop related but like i said before we are in south louisiana down here it's been all over new it is pastor tony spell and i got some of the guys he's work with and like oh no you gonna cross that line well, this one in parts where you might want to get your key ready to your safe space and your little crying towels or you're just going to get pissed off and hate me. Look, I'm all about our civil liberties and everything like that. Come on, dude. I mean, he's just refusing to have it and have all these people there. He says he's going to pray, put his hands on them and heal them from this virus. Well, my solution is, is we just, they all want to go to church, let them go to church. Just lock the fucking doors behind them, let them stay in there for two weeks, and we'll see who gets sick and don't. Throw them some MREs and some water, and if they run out of snakes, we'll throw them some extra fucking snakes in there, too. I mean, just pass some common sense. All these other pastors and preachers and priests and all that stuff, I mean, do it online. You still have church, you still praise Jesus, do all your stuff, but, I mean, you See the videos, I mean, people touching and hugging on each other. I mean, he's going to pray the virus out of him. Give me a break. It's Tony Spell, dude. I think all he's worried about is passing his fucking collection plate around to get all his extra money. What I understand, I've heard, is he actually have an ATM machine in the church. So he can say what he wants to, in my damn opinion. He's just money hungry and just trying to get more publicity. I'm going to laugh when his ass does get this shit, though. All right, we're getting ready to end this for our first episode. Uh, y'all look up, uh, go on emails or anything, or any other motor cops or civilians or whatever have any questions or want to be a guest or something, y'all can contact us at motorcopchronicle at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page, Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. You know, send us something, friend us, follow us, stuff like that. And, uh, 
just remember, I could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.